gentlemen, as well as anybody else who might be tuning in, welcome yet again to another fine episode of What Men Need to Know About the Women They Date. I'm your host, Anna, and if this isn't your first time here, you probably know that I dole out advice that has to do with what women really think about the men they date. It's mainly geared toward men who date women. Of course, everyone is free and welcome to listen and enjoy. Much of the stuff you'll find is applicable to all sorts of other types of relationships as well. So you will glean something out of this no matter who you are. I'm, I like to think so. Anyway, as you may not know, this is the fourth ever episode. Now, the first of three episodes are kind of light in terms of subject matter. And and you can always go back and, and listen to those um, anytime you want. But as we all know, love isn't always fun and a bucket of sunshine love can hurt love is heartache love is shit love is bad bad things sometimes so anyway for this episode i decided that we would tackle another type of subject and it's um signs that she's having an emotional affair this is important it's important stuff you guys this could make or break your relationship it, it's what you should look out for so signs she's having an emotional affair and i think there's about 10 of them that i have down so an emotional affair maybe a relatively new term for some guys out there we obviously all know pretty well what a physical affair consists of or may consist of at least um i.e physical touching physical relations of some kind um and, and it doesn't have to go past that necessarily it could just be a fling uh, surely a purely physical fling and nothing more than that but men i do not want you to underestimate the power of the emotional affair um, for many women out there the emotional affair can hold much more weight than any physical or purely sexual affair there's studies that have shown that men get far more jealous at the thought of their you know significant other having a physical affair whereas women they get more jealous when they are to picture their guys having an emotional affair. So for women, just keep in mind that emotional affairs, they mean something. They're not just to be like swept away and, oh, it's just, it's nothing. She's just flirting with some guy and, and it's going to be over. It can escalate and it can escalate fast. It doesn't always escalate, but it can. As we work our way through this list of 10 signs, your girl might be having an emotional affair. I just want to want to make sure that you don't go jumping to conclusions. Like don't be like, <gasps> Oh my god, she does that, she does that, um, that must mean she's having an emotional affair, I gotta break up with her. Sometimes there's just an innocent explanation to things. At the same time, and there are more than these ten things, but these are just like the main ones that I could think of. The more the more of these ten things that she fits, uh, the more likely she probably is having an emotional affair. We'll talk at the end, maybe, you know, what, what direction you want to proceed in, should that be the case. But for now, let's just start on with the list. And because we got we got 10 of these points to get through, so um, I'm going to do it relatively quickly. So, all right, let's let's have at it. All right. So in no specific order, here are the 10 signs that she is having an emotional affair. Let's go. One, she seems more distant or more preoccupied than usual. Naturally, when someone's mind is on something, on someone they're going to seem distant. They're going to seem preoccupied. When someone's crushing on someone, have you ever crushed on someone? Are you just kind of like off in la land? It's kind of the same thing. If she seems like she's kind of just, you know, not altogether, like, like she's not altogether in the present right here with you. 
um, all the time. And there's more to it than just that one thing. As we move on along down this list, you'll 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 see how these things kind of interconnect and stuff like that. Because no one one thing is gonna mean that categorically she's probably having an emotional affair, but they work together really well. So anyway, that's number one. Number two, she's spending a lot more time on her phone, computer, etc., texting and chat, etc. However she met this dude, however she communicates with this dude or whatever, um, I guess it doesn't matter where they met exactly, but however she, whatever her primary means is of communication with this with man, this person, um, let's say you've been dating for two years or something like that, if in your entire two-year relationship, you've never known her to be a fan of Facebook, and now all of a sudden she's all all over it, um, for example, or all of a sudden she's never been big on texting. She's always hated it, whatever. Now all of a sudden she she's like glued to her phone. This can also be a sign that something's up, that she might be talking to someone. Just another thing to look out for. And in combination with, with the rest of these things, like I keep saying. All right, so let's move on to number three. She's suddenly being more secretive about things. Um, if she was really open about stuff before or in the past, or in, she's just been known to be, you know, not really hide her phone from you or put a password on it. And all of a sudden her phone has a password and she's making sure, you know, no one's looking over her shoulder when she's texting and she's, you know, maybe keeping her phone nearby. Maybe she's, um, she used to just kind of leave it lying around and now she doesn't do that anymore. Maybe now she has to sleep with it like right next to her or under a pillow, even, you know, what have you. Um, another thing I want to add, because I don't think I, I don't think I made it one of these points actually. Um, does she check her phone or whatever? Does she, she make a point to check it? Like in the morning is like the first thing she does. Because usually when you're crushing on someone, there's the first thing you think about in the morning last thing you think about at night depending on how involved and how deep it of a crush it is um but if it's a real bona fide crush yeah um so um pay attention and see what does she do first thing in the morning does she go check facebook all of a sudden is the first thing she does is does she go check her text messages has she never done that before um that could be a red flag and remember it all has to do with with changes how have her patterns changed from you know before to now um what's different that's what you need to pay attention to if you just met a girl and she's texting a lot and she's on her phone first thing in the morning but you just met her that doesn't mean jack shit because you don't know her baseline you know you don't know what to what you're comparing her to um that could be how she normally is um you know so um it's all about changes in pattern so pay attention to that. Don't go accusing people all willy-nilly. Like, um, make sure that you kind of observe these changes. Number four, she's she's irritable with you more often and or for seemingly no reason. Like, especially if, like when you're out away from her source of being able to contact this individual. An emotional affair affair can get to be almost like an addiction. So when she she's away from being able to talk to this person, she's something's keeping her, like she doesn't have her phone on her, or she's supposed to be 
paying attention to you over dinner or something, if you go out or something, she can get irritable because she's going to experience, believe it or not, withdrawals, much like any other addiction. Um, so she's going to start to, you know, kind of get antsy and want back on her phone. And then let's say you, let's say you do kind of sense that, and then you, you do go, go home. And the first thing she does is she grabs her phone and she starts texting. Hmm. That could be an, a huge red flag right there. I mean, if those two things go hand in hand and maybe you've got a problem that you, you're going to have to address. So pay attention, look out for that as well. Um, we've got five more points. Number five, she seems happier than normal for seemingly no reason. Um, usually people like that are crushing, they're just giddy. They're just elated. They're just like, yeah, you know, cause it's, they're in the like, like puppy love stage. They're in the infatuation stage. It's not even love yet. It's just, it's just a promise of what might be. And so, I mean, just think to your crushes if, I mean, or when you first meet someone, you're, you've got all this hope, you've got all this, you know, enthusiasm about it. You're happy. You might be smiling for no reason. Like, you know, things like that, you know, not for no reason. And you, you know what it's about in your head, but you know, you know what I mean? So if she seems like just happy and there's no other explanation for it, like she hasn't gotten a raise, she didn't, you know, nothing, there's nothing else going on in her life. That could be a sign in conjunction with the rest of these things. Let's move on to number six. She doesn't confide in you the way she used to, or she's been sharing less with you about personal matters. Or, or conversation is just shallow as of late. Again, you have to compare to how she has been in the past with this one. Just because she's having shallow conversation doesn't mean she's having an emotional affair. She might just be a shallow person. She might just always have shallow conversations. Maybe that's the only type of conversation she knows how to have. Make sure you know her first before you, again, go accusing and um, or suspecting or anything like that. But let's say that she's not a shallow person and she usually does share with you all of a sudden she's not the reason she's not now is because she's found someone else to share things with and she doesn't want to reshare she might even get angry if you ask her to share about her day because she's already gone and shared her day with this other person now here's you asking to share it again and she's kind of getting upset because you're not her her you're not her focus and not only that, but she, now she has to repeat herself. So we have four more points to go now. No, let's see, seven, eight, ten. Oh, sorry, my math's just like, well, that's too early in the morning. Um, So we got four more points to go. So let's get to number seven. And that is, just begin to talk about him more or just in general. So if you've never heard about somebody named, and this is, this is, this depends. Um, she may not do this depending on whether or not you know the person, how close you are to the person, whether she feels like there's a reason that you should suspect this person of anything or not. She may talk about him a lot because when somebody is crushing on someone else, they want to just talk about them constantly, nonstop. They want to, they want, they're just, they'll just make someone's ear fall off with the amount of, the amount that they talk about this person. It's like, that's all that's on their mind. Um, pretty much all day long. She probably even dreams about him. And um, so she's going to want to talk about him. And, and so 
if she feels like you don't even suspect him as a threat or she that you don't suspect an emotional affair or you don't suspect that that she likes this individual then she's going to feel nothing wrong with um mentioning him or her whatever her case may be we'll just call it a him just for sake of you know keeping things simple but um so yeah, she'll she'll talk about him and say his name a lot. It'll it'll come up a lot in conversation. She may not realize how often she's talking about this person. So if if you've never heard about her coworker Billy before, and all all of a sudden it's Billy this, Billy that, Billy did this, Billy did that, but Billy did, and usually it's it's a it's positive stuff. Um, you know, she thinks about him positively. She's gonna say positive things. So if you notice that, could be reason for concern. Let's look at number eight, which is kind of connected. Number eight, on the other hand, she avoids saying his name altogether. And see, this is where the whole it depends thing comes in. Because let's say you know this person and you do, and she does feel guilty or she does feel like you might know or, you know, she's paranoid about that or something. Let's say it's, it's one of your coworkers. Somebody that you, you know, see on a regular basis and, you know, so it's one of your co-workers that she's having this emotional affair with. Instead of saying his name all the time, she's not going to do that. She's going to actually go out of her way not to say his name because she's going to think that every time she says his name, you're going to suspect something. So it's kind of interesting how depending on his relation to you or and how she perceives it how how much she perceives that you know or how suspicious she perceives that you are that affects whether she talks about him all the time or whether she just doesn't say his name at all so let's say that you know your co-worker's name is mike okay and that's that's the dude that she's crushing on um and you guys used to talk about mike you know here and there because he's your co-worker and um, you know, let's say you share an office together or something like that. Um, now all of a sudden she's like, you'll say his name and she'll be like, uh, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but she won't, you know, she may say his name if you bring it up, I suppose, but she's trying to keep you from her perceived suspicion that she might arouse if she does say his name. I hope that makes sense. Next we've got number nine. She doesn't seem as interested in doing things with you as she was before this whole thing began. She's been spending more time alone, perhaps. Um, maybe she's, maybe she's, or maybe she's just behaving more independently in a more independent fashion, kind of like a, I don't need you kind of, kind of way. Um, it's, it's kind of not super easy to explain, but I hope that you're getting the gist at least. And this does include sexual relations. Not always is that the case because I don't know. It, sometimes, you know, she's, depending on what, what kind of person she is and how she is, it may or may not include, um, you know, sex. So we're being intimate. In a sense, if it does include that, it might be because, oddly enough, she might feel like by being intimate with you, she's cheating on him. And I know that's so fucked up, but, but that does happen. Or on the other hand, she might just feel like She's just not interested because she's interested in him or things might stay the same. But regardless of, you know, what happens in the bedroom, 
Um, just in general, she just doesn't seem as interested in doing things with you. And again, that's because her mind is off somewhere else on someone else. So that would be the cause of that, of course. And as for, you know, asserting her independence, this could be an actually, actually a pretty dangerous sign because it could mean that she's actually perhaps really considering the possibility of moving this emotional affair along further. She might be actually willing to turn it into a physical, you know, face-to-face -face kind of affair. And that's when things get a little bit more, the odds start to kind of turn from being in your favor to not so much. Oh, I want to add one thing before we go on to number 10, just um, in terms of her behaving independently, more, more independently, um, it could be so much so that you get the feeling she doesn't need you anymore. So do pay attention to your feelings. Don't disregard them and say, oh, that's just a feeling. I'm just paranoid. Um, I'm just worried for no reason. This is a time, especially if you have some of these other signs also, especially, namely, if you have like, you match two, three, four more of these things, you really need to pay attention to your feelings because um, the way you feel, your gut, your gut feeling can actually tell you a lot. Your instinct, it's not just women that have intuition or instinct about things. Men have it too. They just don't talk about it. We don't pay attention to it. This is not the time to sweep sweep it away. Um, you have to pay attention to it because it could it could mean something. So if you're getting the feeling that she doesn't need you all of a sudden, um, and it's not connected to anything, and it's not because you're paranoid, then it could mean something. It could be indicative of something bigger, greater. So last but not least, as our 10th sign that she may be having an emotional affair is if you start to notice an abrupt change in her personality, her interests, hobbies, etc. By change in personality, quote unquote, I'm not referring to the things we already talked about just now, but rather I'm talking about changes in things like the way she dresses, her hobbies, her so-called hobbies, and even her tastes in movies and music and things like that. These changes can be subtle or they can be really super pronounced. Um, some women may change in a lot of ways. Others might change in only one way and still others might not even change at all. Um, others might not have this, this sign. Um, it depends on your woman's personality to begin with, really. The one thing to note is that these types of changes, if they do occur, are most likely going to occur rather quickly and unnaturally, maybe over a period of, of just a couple months, weeks, or even days sometimes. And they're going to appear unnatural or without explanation, rather. Because, for example, it's perfectly normal um, and natural for any human being to, to discover at some point in their lives that, you know, they have a new hobby or, or something new that they like that they didn't realize that they liked before. I mean, that's perfectly normal. Let's say that within a period of like one to two weeks, seemingly like out of nowhere, your girl goes from dressing in clothes from like the Gap to wearing, you know, um, leather and fishnet all the time and also dyes her hair green and shaves off the sides and, and starts spiking it up into a mohawk all of a sudden. Like, and all of a sudden it's like overnight, all she listens to anymore is punk rock. When prior to that, she maybe she couldn't even stand it and, and she she becomes inexplicably immersed in this new lifestyle 
within a very short period of time. Maybe she even joins a punk band and, and she starts speaking with a British accent. I don't know. Um, you know, this is an absurdly like extreme example, but I gave it for a reason because I'm only trying to convey, um, I'm only trying to convey to you guys what I mean by a normal change and versus an abrupt set of changes that have seemingly no explanation for why they occurred. Um, at least from, from your point of view. Um, I hope you get the picture. <laughs> so now what does all this have to do with emotional affairs exactly? And how could this be a sign that she's engaging in one? Um, that's a good question. First off, what I'm about to say does not apply to the way that all women are. Um, I want that to be perfectly clear. Just some women. And I, I think it's enough women that I, I believe it's pretty darn important to know. I mean, uh, since, since I also suspect a lot of partners, a lot of these women's partners might dismiss it as an innocuous, you know, phase or curiosity in something new. Um, the thing is that some women, a lot of women, in fact, when, when we're crushing on someone hard, without even being fully aware of it, sometimes we, we might start to take on certain traits or interests of, of, of our crush. Or, and, this, and this can be virtually anything. It can be a it can be like for a, a particular style of music, surely, but but it can also be something more innocuous, like starting to smoke his brand of cigarettes, or or maybe you know starting to talk using certain slang words that she never you know used before. Just since a lot of these things can be pretty subtle like that, that's why it's up to you guys to be observant. If you already suspect her of liking another dude. The fact is, sometimes people are followers, and especially when we think we're in love, quote unquote, we'll start to take on some of some of the same traits as our crush. Number one, well, frankly, we like our crush, right? Um, we're presumably, we're probably head over heels over our crush. So, you know, there's that saying that imitation is the sincerest form of flattery. That may likely come to apply here think about it if we think a person's cool if we admire them we feel a natural pull to to want to be like them you know um this is human and natural but it's also a tell so keep your eyes out for things like this um secondly maybe switching to his brand of laundry detergent simply serves to remind us of him because it smells like his clothes which in turn makes us happy you know things like that but regardless of of the underlying reason again this, this is something to look out for i.e any of these these types of changes or any other changes now finally and guys pay attention because uh in hindsight i really should have given this one a talking point of its very own because it really is that consistent of a thing among what some or many females do when they develop a new crush on somebody. Um, basically ask yourself this, has she started trying to look nicer? You know, is she dressing nicer? All of a sudden, is she making it a point to put on makeup? Is she just all around taking better care of herself? In that sense has she maybe gone to the salon recently gotten like a new hairdo a new color maybe she purchased a whole bunch of new laundry <laughs> um things like that and when you really think about it does it kind of feel like she didn't do all these things for you now even when it's an emotional affair and not a physical one as 
as of yet at least, she may still make attempts like this to look nicer all around. This not only makes her feel more confident about herself, which goes hand in hand with wanting to impress someone new in her life, but she may, like worst case scenario, she may even subconsciously be preparing her mind or in some way entertaining the fantasy of a physical encounter, um, whether she plans to go through with it or not. Now, I recall I was 21 at work. Just a, I want to share a personal anecdote. It's really quick here. I recall I was like 21 at, at my work, and I'd just gone from brunette to blonde when I was I was on break, and a girl from this other department, but you know, someone I knew, she comes up to me and she 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 goes, "Oh, oh no! Did you just break up with your boyfriend?" and it was true. In fact, uh, my boyfriend and I had broken up like about a week before that. Um, I was like, yeah. And I asked her, like, I'm like, how did you know? And and she she pointed to my hair color saying like two things girls always do when they get out of an old relationship or hope to get into a new one is they A, change their hair color <laughs> and B, they buy all new lingerie, which I think, I think if memory serves it, I was also guilty of doing. So I was 21 then. And since then, I've found no evidence yet to prove this theory wrong in any way for a lot of us women. Surely not all women do it. It's kind of just a funny little thing, but a lot of women actually, you know, they're looking, we're looking to reinvent ourselves because they're starting a new chapter and, you know, When we when we when we get rid of someone old and we and we um, welcome someone new, that's like a rebirth. It's a change. It's a it's a it's a new chapter. It's something new. So we look to exchange. We we also, for some reason, our minds seek to change things externally about ourselves as well. There you have it. It's there. There's the top ten list um, now. Because I like to keep these podcasts under a certain time, I'm going to wrap this up for the time being. However, with that said, I'm not done addressing the subject. I do not want to leave anyone hanging again in terms of well, what to do now that I suspect, like I truly suspect, you know, my girl's having an emotional affair. Um, should that be the case? Now, in the event you've listened to all of these points and, and you actually do believe that she may be indeed involved with another person emotionally, I don't want to do that to anyone to just leave you hanging. So next time, it may be a shorter podcast. I don't really know yet, but next time we will be wrapping this this topic up by talking about basically um, what to do and what not to do if you suspect your your woman is having an emotional affair. So we've gone through ways to tell whether she might be. And now next time we're going to be talking about what to do now and what not to do. All right. So that may not apply to everyone, but um, I would still suggest that you listen. It's good advice and it may be something that you unfortunately hope not, but you may have to deal with in the future. Um, You may have to help a friend deal with. Um, Maybe just, you know, insightful to learn more about women. And it may, might help you in other areas. 
so many reasons to listen, you guys. Just so many reasons. <laughs> so make sure you to stay tuned, bookmark, or favorite this podcast or whatever, because that second installment of this episode, um, it should be up in a matter of days, and you're not gonna want to miss this. Okay. Um, that said, I guess it's gonna be goodbye for now, um, for the time being. Um, just have a wonderful day everyone i so appreciate your tuning in and we will talk again very soon uh, cheers everyone